clamping. She tried to warn him. Uh, shivers? Quiet, Marco. When the crowd loves you, you have to love them back. With his eyes still closed, he took a deep bow. His head hovered just above the water, so close that two clams snapped themselves right onto his eyebrows. Ah! He screamed, opening his eyes wide and whipping up so fast that he launched Albie's bag into the air. Margot let go of the umbrella to catch Albie, but that caused the raft to take a sharp turn. Shivers stumbled and toppled overboard. It was a clam calamity. They chomped onto his nose and clipped onto his lips. Hold still, Margot cried, grabbing him by the shirt. They're trying to kiss me, Shivers called, wriggling around. Margot mustered all of her strength and yanked him back onto the raft. His head was completely coated in clams, clicking and clacking their shells. You told me to go to my happy place, and now I'm stuck in this snappy place, he screeched. Margot tried to swat them away, but they were stuck on too tight. Then she got an idea. She grabbed the bottle of sunscreen and held it above Shiver's head. Hope you're not trying to get tan, clams, she said, then squeezed as hard as she could. The gloopy sunscreen poured down his head and carried the clams away on a slippery slide of SPF. They glided right off the raft and back into the water, sinking to the bottom of the sea right next to Shiver's root beer float. Ah! Shivers screamed. Why are you screaming? Margot asked. The clams are gone. I know, but a teeny bit of that sunscreen got in my eye and it kind of stings. Margot sighed. Sometimes with shivers, you just couldn't win. I know that scream, bellowed a gruff but friendly voice. Shivers! It was his dad, Bob, peering over the deck of his ship. In all the clam commotion, they hadn't realized that they had drifted all the way to the plunderer. What a surprise, Bob grinned through his bristly beard. Shiver's mom, Tilda the Tormentor, was next to him. She was tall and strong, with wild, curly hair that always looked like it was trying to escape from the red bandana wrapped around her head. Tie up your beach balls and grab onto the anchor, she called down to them. We'll pull you up. Margot pulled the beach towels from her big green backpack and knotted them end to end so they made a sturdy rope to secure the raft. Then she and Shivers grabbed onto the anchor. As Bob and Tilda pulled them up, Shivers clutched the anchor chain for dear life. This is why I always make my parents visit me. Finally, they reached the main deck. With Albie's bag in one hand, Margot hopped over the railing and onto the plunderer. Let's go, Shivers, she called. We don't have much time. The sun hovered in the sky like a big, bright clock counting down the minutes until the mayor's deadline. Shivers took a deep breath and grabbed onto the railing, then slowly rolled over until he plopped down onto the deck. It was not a pretty sight. Bob pulled Shivers to his feet. Tilda hugged him so hard she nearly squeezed the popcorn right out of him. Come on, your brother and uncle are in the galley she said. Okay, but we can't stay and chat. We need you to find the... 
Bob swung open the door to the galley, and a menacing cloud of black smoke billowed out. Fire! Shivers screamed. You need me to find the fire? Bob asked, confused. No, look! Shivers pointed behind him. Fire on the deck! There was a huge, blazing fire in the middle of the kitchen floor. Sitting beside it was Shivers' brave brother Brock. Brock was bigger than anyone else in his family. He towered over Shivers and had so many muscles, he almost looked lumpy. Next to Brock was Great Uncle Marvin, the crankiest pirate in the Eastern Seas. Ah! Shivers let out a scream that turned into a cough. <laughs> Brock, do something! I am doing something. I'm making breakfast, said Brock. Haven't you ever heard of a microwave? Shivers shrieked in sheer panic. Haven't you ever heard of a breakfast fire?